Hi everyone. So today I want to talk about uh, identifying generational trauma and how to heal it in this episode of Cultivating Human Potential. I like to think that my generation is more self-aware than the generation uh, before me. And our children and our children's children are going to be even more self-aware than us. And part of this, I believe, is the understanding of generational trauma and how we have the choice to continue any specific pattern or negative belief system. That choice really is up to us. So let's talk a little bit about trauma for a minute. And trauma means different things to different people. To some, it may mean poverty or war, natural disasters, death of a loved one. And to some, it may mean something like bullying or abuse in any form, an unsafe environment, or anything really that creates fear or stress. Now, trauma is experienced and perceived differently by everyone. So someone you know may have been through something that you may not consider traumatic, but because their tolerance for stress is lower, it actually has affected them in a different way. But really, it's not about what has happened to us. Not that that isn't important, um, but what belief systems or patternings have stemmed from this trauma. So the trauma is where our negative belief systems and our patterning and our coping mechanisms come from. And it doesn't need to be an ongoing trauma either, but a one-time thing or event. So what if this trauma didn't happen to you? What if this happened to your parents or even to your grandparents? How would their negative belief systems be passed on to you? So we're beginning to understand that unhealed trauma in any form will store itself in the cells and the DNA of the body coming to the surface as unhealthy patterns and negative belief systems. Now, when we don't take the time to heal this trauma, the patterns and belief systems created by it actually gets gets passed down from generation to generation. This, uh, for starter, can be done in utero because mom and baby essentially are one and share the emotions and the stresses until the baby is actually born. Another way that this can be passed on is through conditioning. Now, children pick up and mimic more than we ever give them credit for. So the behavior that is common in a household in the younger years may actually be adopted as their own truth or reality. So I wanted to give you a couple of examples about what generational trauma actually is. So let's say your parents or your grandparents grew up in poverty. They struggled daily to feed themselves and their family. They struggled to put a roof over their heads, perhaps even struggled with the concept of safety. And no matter how hard they worked, they could never make ends meet. They lived from paycheck to paycheck. So what belief systems or patterning could have come from this situation? So the belief systems that I've come up with in this example are the concepts of lack or never enough, which can actually lead to the patterning of hoarding. Belief systems such as life is a struggle, nothing comes easy are all quite common when living in poverty. 
All of these can be passed down to the next generation if not addressed. And I know people even now with more than enough money to get by, but still carry the lack mentality. It will never be enough. The next example I want to give is the example of abuse. And abuse really in any form has different belief systems depending on the type of of abuse. But what we're going to be talking about today are the commonalities. So some familiar or common belief systems within abuse are worthiness and deserving. So worthiness and deserving of love, of safety, of respect. And this belief actually can lead to a patterning of building a wall or guarding, especially if we have been hurt or there's a lack of trust for other human beings. Another belief I came up with was uh, the world is not a safe place. Love hurts. And when we hold that negative belief of love hurts, this may actually translate into a patterning of self-harm or even the harm of others. Another belief system is my needs don't count, leading to the pattern of giving without concern of our own needs. And the last thing I came up with was the concept of I am a bad person. I deserve bad things. And this can actually lead us to get into circumstances that may not be safe for us to be in. It may lead us to a patterning of self-sabotage. Now, the last example I want to give is the loss of a loved one. And I don't only mean the loss of a loved one through death, but breakups can be traumatic as well. So this pain and grief that we feel can cause us to shut down the heart space and protect ourselves. Also creating belief systems such as it's not safe to love or be loved, the inability to be vulnerable. Also, again, love hurts. I don't deserve or I am not worthy of love. I am unlovable. And everyone I love leaves in the end. So as you can see from these examples, there are many belief systems and patternings that can come from unhealed trauma. So next, I want to give you some ideas on how to address and change these uh, beliefs or this patterning within your life. So the first thing that I've come up with is the concept of self-awareness. And what I'm asking you to do is compare yourself to both your mom and your dad and not in a negative way. What I'm asking you to do is be brutally honest with yourself. What traits do you share with them? Are there any specific thoughts surrounding money, love, nurturing, or safety? And how have these thoughts affected you and your life? Do you hold some of the same thoughts and patterns as your parents? I find in this circumstance, journaling works extremely well and helps to get a lot of this information onto paper and something that you can take a look at and read over later. Uh, The next thing that I want to suggest to you is when you have a list of these traits or belief systems or patternings, start to work on them one at a time. If you try and address all at once, it actually may become quite overwhelming for you. So the next thing I want to discuss is the concept of beginning to replace the negative belief systems 
with the positive ones. So I'm going to give you an example of how you can do this. So the belief system of there is never enough. We can switch that to I am abundant and I have everything I need. Now affirmations may actually sound a little silly right now, but what you're actually doing is rewiring the brain to let go of old belief systems. And when you think differently, you can actually do or act differently. I do want to suggest to be patient with yourself as well. The concepts or emotions of anger and frustration are only going to slow down the process for you. The next I want to suggest is be aware of how your children respond to you. How do you communicate with them? This is also an indicator for you. Also be aware of your own triggers and what brings out the fear and anger within you. So triggers are just an indication in where you need to heal. Allow yourself to feel. Don't push the emotions down or try to avoid them. This only causes further stress to the body. And last but not least, be kind and patient with yourself. This is also going to help speed up the healing for you as well. I hope this episode has been helpful for all of those that are discovering the negative patterns, the negative belief systems. And I really hope that I've given you something to think about on this beautiful day. And until next time.